And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend Show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a writer and comedian who is pranced naked in Paris and dropped acid at Burning Man, which is why Fox News shows his face when they talk about liberal weenies. It's Jordan Morris. Chef Jeff is here to make oysters Trump, which is really just oysters Rockefeller, except your father makes them. And you tell everyone you did it yourself. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little mini banana chocolate chip muffins. Welcome to another Thursday show. That carbohydrate was sent in by Heather Mall on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for all that fun. Heather Mall signed up over the weekend. Occasionally, I like to throw a bone to the brand new people as a way of saying, look at me, taking note of stuff. Toss them your scraps. I don't think it's a scrap. That's well, a solid carb. Come on. It was between this one and then there were a few Halloween-themed carbohydrates. Mm, oh. Maybe a little early, though. That's what yeah. I thought. So listen, you guys, Dan Deegan in particular. People are going to be complaining, like, Allison's already breaking up the Christmas card. It's not even Thanksgiving <laughs> oh. yet, and Allison's uh, so, already doing fruitcake. Yeah. Listen, someone was just at Michael's. Michael's already turned the page. Oh, yeah. Halloween out. It's Christmas over. is already in. Really? I gotta got to get my buns to Michael's. Michael's assumes you're a few weeks ahead. Hmm. But it's more than a few weeks. Well, I mean, like, you're not waiting to last You've night. already got your Halloween shit. Halloween, you're, you're over it. You're What's p- the craft store for someone who, like, waits too long? Home Depot? Nine, nine, <laughs> nine, nine cents. Yeah. Like, one <laughs> aisle at CVS. There's, like, <laughs> right. the seasonal aisle, and it has, like, a bunch of, like, <laughs> yeah. Marvel figures from five movies ago, and <laughs> That's whatever right. the holiday is. So, um, yeah. So, so resubmit your Halloween carbs, because I'm, I'm, my curiosity is peaked. I might choose one of them. Who knows? Uh, I'd like to say hello to my guests, and then I have some announcements to make. Hello, Jordan Morris. Hi. Welcome to the show. It's good to be here. I like that the color of your t-shirt. Oh, thanks. It's a it's a baby blue, I mm-hmm. think, um, and it's a lot of fun. I think it's doing a nice job it's like making a, my eyes pop. Mm-hmm. It's like a mottled baby blue. Yeah. 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 It's textured. Yes. Mm-hmm. Heathered. 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 The there t-shirt you go. That's word. Was, Is that the word? Yeah. 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 Hello. Daniel Quant's my husband. Hi. I just want to say for the record, uh, I used a little artistic embellishment there. Jordan never said that he actually pranced in France, but... I did. That was okay, correct. I, I assumed it, I, but I didn't want to like yeah. let people think it, without any confirmation. Yeah. There was some prancing. There was some prancing. <laughs> you got a prance in France. Yeah. Why you got we, a prance in France. Why were you naked? I, so this is, uh, yeah, if you if you go back into the Jordan Jesse Go archives, you can, well, I could tell the story here, I suppose. I think you mentioned it. But I think it's also in the Allison Rosen New Best Friend archives. It might. There's some overlap yeah. there. I don't have that many stories. Um, <laughs> I good stories. In, when I went to visit Paris last year, for the first time I had never been, mm-hmm. I wanted to do something, something real Paris-y. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found out that they had a nudist public park, and I'm like, okay, gonna do the Louvre, gonna do the Eiffel Tower, gonna do the Moulin Rouge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, that's everyone that's, does that. You shit. gotta, you gotta yeah. do those things. But what, what am I going to bring back to America with me that is, that's mine? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that is. But also, it's theirs. 
That also, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I wanted to do one thing that was like outside the like tourist rigmarole, and yeah, so I I went and I nuded in the nude public park. And it was kind of a lovely experience. Did it change you in any way? Oh, uh, boy, did it? I, hmm. Because I feel like, you know, shedding all your clothes in the middle of a of a urban environment right. might shift my uh, you know, consciousness a little bit. Yeah, I think it, it, it felt good. I think I walked out with a little bit of, a, you know, spring in my step, a little <laughs> bit of pr- prance in my pants. <laughs> is like, it, that can happen. Where yeah. is it? <laughs> It which is. arrondissement? Oh boy, I don't know I don't which really arrondissement. Know that, but I mean, is it like right in the center or is it far? I had to like take a bus to it. Okay. It was a little bit of a mission. I had to like find mm. out where it was, and it is kind of like you know they had it was in this giant, you know, Central Park sized park, and it's this little patch that's kind of obscured where you can right. whip it out. What did you or dump them out? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you do once you were naked in there? I like, uh, just- read a book. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, <laughs> you I read. know. I think you know. I think there was a a little bit of gay cruising going on. Oh, uh, I mean, it was in the middle of the day, so I don't think anybody was. But you, you know, it's Paris. When in Paris, right? Sure, exactly. But I sensed a little bit of oh. that energy. interest. Not in in me. I don't think I was shooting off that vibe, right? <laughs> but in although it could be maybe i'm just not picking up on it there's a dar from what i is the vibe just a giant boner (laughs) yeah yeah that's exactly it um so i feel like 90 percent of my time in a nudist environment would be trying to look like i'm not super uncomfortable yeah same trying to just like i'm relaxed that was the (laughs) the weird part was i mean you were miming taking off your clothes and that was Mm -hmm. the weirder part was getting undressed yeah because i got i had to go in dressed and uh, then, like, oh, yeah. I had to have this moment where, like, okay, take off your pants. Right? There's not like take an off your underwear where you go and but then, then come out. No, uh, uh-uh. uh. Where do you put? Like, did you have, were you naked and also you had a tote bag? I brought a backpack. <laughs> was there ever a moment? I when planned you- this. This was not spontaneous. <laughs> I am not a spontaneous person. Was there a moment when you were like, I hope this really is a nudist? Park, like I'm not just taking my clothes off. Oh, I read, the, I read the map upside down. Right, this is the yeah, this park. is the yeah, sure. This is a, a children's corner. They're gonna have a story time here in a minute. Um, like really triple check. I that really song. made sure I saw a couple of dongs before I. I'm like, I need to see yeah. five dongs as confirmation. Right. This is not a fluke. You don't want to be the first person at the nudist. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Were there women there? There were sounds like more. It was men. yeah. It was so it was like sprinkling when I went in. <laughs> oh, so there was not that crowded when I went in, but as I was there, it kind of cleared up and people kind of cycled in. I would say the gender ratio was maybe two women to ten men. Right, I, that's actually a little high. <laughs> <laughs> that's a twenty percent women. Please yeah. respect my fast math. Hello, yeah. Jeff. Hey, Allison, what's on your mind? Worms and barf. I don't even remember when I said that, but that's always on my mind. It is. Yeah. Um, okay. So mm. I'm going to take Ben Glebe's suggestion, which is to give out our Twitter handles early in the show. What? I think his suggestion was at the top of the show. It is no longer the top, but it's still it's still in the first part of the show. It's and in the then attic we of can the show. invite people. I like that. The hat of the show. <laughs> the hat. Um, to tweet at us. Along with us, but more at us while you're listening. That's I fun. am, isn't it? Though that's really I know. that's a very fun idea. It's a great suggestion. I would love it. I would. I would. I generally really, really like a r y i n b f 
fans. They're, They're always great. very nice on Twitter. Yeah. So I would love if someone would live tweet along. That would be great, I think. Wonderful. I'm at Allison Rosen. Jordan, what are you? At Jordan underscore Morris. I'm at fartpolice.69. I don't know. Deep Quants on Quants. Snappy. That <laughs> at Daniel Quants. Dequants on the Snappy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff? I'm at Colonel Jeff Fox. All right. So, um, November 3rd, I will be doing my podcast live at, this is just announced, it's hot off the presses, at the Big Adventure Festival, which is going to be held at the OC Fairgrounds in Costa Mesa. Ah! Saturday, November 3rd at 2.30. So get out there early, you guys. 2.30. That's early for a live podcast. It is. But it's a full day of it's, stuff going on at this festival. It's better early. You get good energy. That's right. Uh, Arrive early for prime or for prime seating. That's right. Um, BigAdventureFest.com is where you go to get tickets. I'm very excited. I'll be extremely pregnant. Um, and I'm already extremely pregnant. Also, don't miss out on my Monday episode with Catherine Burns. Jordan, do you know her? Oh, it rings a bell. She's the, oh, she's the a choreographer. Yes. She's like yes. the go-to comedy choreographer. She's very cool. She's it's, I've never had a choreographer on the show yeah. before. She's done like Crazy Ex-Girlfriend she's, and a ton of does, Funny or Die stuff. Yes, she does all the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend awesome. choreography. She's done Key and Peele, Workaholics, Garfunkel and Oates, Jimmy Kimmel, Carly Rae Jepsen, Pharrell. Um, what am I leaving out? Another oh, you period. Know, I think if I follow her on social media, I think she did a Wet Hot American Summer yes, thing recently. she just did that. And... This is how cool she is. She had just come from an audition, and I was like, oh, how do you audition to be a comedy choreographer? But she wasn't auditioning. She was auditioning people. Wow. She's in charge. On the other side. That's right. Oh, she was auditioning dancers, and she even told me some behind the scenes, like there's a specific thing they're going for, but, but you can't there's, I probably can't talk. Like, there were some challenges with that. Basically, everyone was too pretty. Hmm. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's how cool she is. It was Story super neat. I same. Yeah. yeah. It's lonely. Um, Beans perfect. It, it was anyway, listen to it. It's really, really interesting. Yeah, um, she's really fun. Yeah. She's but delightful. Fun and interesting. She's a good friend of Allie Ward's and a ton of other people we know. What's going on, Daniel? Itchy eyes? Yeah, a little allergies. Yeah. It's good. Thank you for mentioning that. Sure, I wanted everyone to know. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, you look so baked, bro. Yeah. Oh, it's dude, like, it's that thing where your eyes like itch, and you just rub them, and you're like, "Oh, this I could just do this forever." Yes, it is sort of like, and I was a little bit horrified when he said it, even though I understood exactly what he meant. To go back years ago at my bumper shoot show. Sean Patton was talking about having really bad athlete's foot, and I think he took like an electric toothbrush or something, some, or a, a cheese, I don't know what it was, something abrasive, and scratched his foot and talked about how good it felt. Mm. I was like, that's so gross, and yet I can, I know what you're talking yeah. about. That feeling where there's an itch where you're like, I just want to go nuts on it. I know. Ooh. Foot itching is so <laughs> gross and shameful. It really is. Uh, yeah, I. I feel like I probably indulge in it more than I should as someone who lives alone. Sure. And I feel like there might be a day at some point where I don't. And like at some point my guard's going to drop and that You're just gonna person is going to like see me just fucking dig into oh. those tootsies. <laughs> just really start raking at them tootsies and it's going to be so fucking gross for them. Where does your itch collect generally? Would it like Betwixt around the-, the toes? <laughs> okay. I, I do. I, fancy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Betwixt the toes, my lady. <laughs> um, I had some. Oh yeah, it's been a while since I've shared. Uh, the realities of pregnancy. So I'm just going to say this. First, I have to swallow. It's, you mean it's been seven days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it feels like a while for me. Right. Okay, so I've been making couscous for Elliot because he likes it, and it's very easy to make. Um, the only problem with it, I find, is that I don't like. It's very. It just leaves a trail of little grains everywhere. Yeah. I don't know how. I need something to bind it. Maybe some kind of sauce, or like I'm not using any oil when I make it. I don't know if that would help. So maybe you put a little feta cheese in there. Perhaps Might stick it together yeah. a little bit. Mm. Anyway, we, we don't Pe- have feta peanut butter. On. Peanut butter. <laughs> yes, peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter couscous. Rubber cement. Yeah, the non-toxic kind, like yep. probably a glue stick, just a little, like a little yeah. slice of a glue stick. Yeah, Elmer, it's kidsy Elmer's glue all the time. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I was, but, peanut butter couscous sounds like a jam band that like it does. Yeah, some like, asshole you knew in college was really into. Fish. You gotta listen to this. Oh, I thought they were gonna. They played every party, man. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that they probably opened for string cheese incident. Oh yeah, sure. But anyway. But anyway. So I was feeding him couscous and like I'd say I probably end up eating, I don't know, it's not important, the fraction, but like a bite for him and then, you know, I eat some of it too. So there was like one bite left. He didn't want it. um, And so I took a bite of it and I don't know what happened, but somehow I inhaled like one grain of couscous, Mm, which I want to call a coup, but I don't think that's what it's called. Yeah. But that caused me to start coughing violently and then I pissed myself. Wow, wow. Yeah. Couscous up the nose. <laughs> it was one. It was, and it, it's like, it was a real mind over matter, but didn't work kind of thing. Cause I was telling myself, like, you know how tiny this thing is. Right. There's a tiny speck of wheat in your throat. You should be fine. And yet my body was like, get it out. Get yeah, it out. Through any hole possible. <laughs> All what can go. we evacuate? Right. Oh, hey. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. So anyway, that happened. Uh, but but that's okay. Here I am. Um, so Jordan and I yes. did a fun podcast recently. We sure did. I did not know that Jordan is somewhat of an expert, and by somewhat I mean very much an expert in the La Brea tar pits. It's true. I wow. love the La Brea tar pits. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been so you know I grew up in Southern California, and for uh, for those who don't know, it's a little bit of a local curiosity. I think it's mm-hmm. famous enough, but it is uh, it is a a tar pit where they are pulling out fossils from like the ice age so you know sloths mammoths dire wolves these sorts of things and even uh kind of an early man uh that is actually a woman her name is uh lucy i think wait uh-huh. she was in the tar pits yeah i've heard of lucy no it might not be lucy her oh maybe they just call her the La Brea woman <laughs> and she has a dog with her. She had a dog, so it was. I like, don't think oh, Lucy was. I no, think, Lucy found is another one. You're right. God, yeah. apparently Lucy I'm was not. In, yeah, like in France or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm not that much of an expert um, in the pits. <laughs> God, it's too bad we don't know how she got stuck in there. Like, did she accidentally go in there, or did they just dump her in there? No, they know she uh, dropped her car keys. Yeah, in. yeah. <laughs> Wait, Do- she dog a, goes in after. Her. She had a dog with her. She had a dog with her. Yeah, on so. a leash. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think they were just like friends. It was attached. <laughs> it was attached to her leg by its teeth. She had yoga right, pants yeah. on too. What did the dog look like? Right, she had a <laughs> and like a really big water, like a giant water. <laughs> they just what found did, her last yeah. week. Wait, have you what? have you seen the dog? 
I have not seen the dog. I'm no. curious what this dog looks like. Yeah. Was it like a designer dog? I mean, right. this was LA. Yeah, sure. She had a little uh, like leather mammoth hide that she fashioned into a purse. <laughs> but how, did Puts they know the that dog the dog was with her or it was just they found a dog and they found a woman? I think it seemed like it was with her. I don't know how you determine that. I mean, right. it's probably hard to see a, yeah. a bond. But I mean, I think they were probably closer than a human and a strange dog would be. Huh. Um, anyway, so it's it's it, it's it's kind of a rare museum. It's a museum. That's a museum kind of around this tar pit, and it's kind of rare in that it is a museum where that smells really bad. That smells very bad. <laughs> that smells like tar. Um, it's actually asphalt. That Ooh. smells like uh, uh, that is where you are. You are seeing the things that are native to the area. They're mm-hmm. not flying this stuff in from Alberta, Canada. Right. This is like this is the stuff that was here in this era like so you can kind of imagine this you know urban world kind of overrun with these oh yeah that's you know cool. fantastic creatures it's so cool we, we went there on you know as kids uh on field trips and i still kind of like going there today i live kind of close so it's a it's a fun little pop by for me and it always uh it always it always uh, makes my day are you a member I I'm not. I should be a member. I like given it so how much. frequently you go. Yeah. Well, I had no idea that Jordan uh, knew. After three p.m., uh, LA residents get in for free. Really? Yeah. They what ask you, you for a little donation. What do you have to show? Uh, ID. Yeah. Interesting. And do you get to see science happening? There is there's science. Yeah. There you can go to the pits. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's pits where there's excavating happening. So uh, you can see them pull stuff out occasionally. Yeah. And there's a um, little like kind of ob- uh, observing window where you see people dusting off stuff, little bones. You can see them kind of like putting them. You know, it has a mammoth they're coloring in with their progress and stuff. It's really cool. neat. How are they still... Sorry, Jeff. How are they still pulling stuff out? I think it's... Oh, oh you, know, you know, something that's happening, actually, that's kind of interesting is that they are expanding the purple line. They're expanding LA's subway. So yeah. this subway, this purple line is gonna go, right going to go down it. Wilshire. And right so they're digging. And yeah, they are bringing up a bunch of sloths and mammoths and stuff oh yeah it didn't even occur to me that that by digging that subway Mm -hmm. line they're going right where the pit is yeah when you drive by it it's it's you know it's something maybe you wouldn't see if you were driving by fast but on the kind of construction Mm -hmm. you know uh walls that go up they're showing some of the animals that they've been finding it's really really neat so yeah i think this is actually a time when they're pulling out more stuff than they have in the past right that's cool yeah it's it's really neat. If you just kind of walk up on it, it doesn't look like much. Although that first big pond there, if you just sit there, you kind of look at it and you think, oh, this is just a pond. And then you see tar bubbles and things come up. And then there are spots where tar is actually coming up out yeah. of the ground where you're walking around. But it the last time I went there earlier this year was with some family. And that was the first time I spent any real time there, not just kind of tearing through it. And it really, you really have to kind of hang out and spend some time there and it really the neatness of it really reveals itself yeah i think i need to go to the actual muse well this is a question that i asked sure jordan on go fact yourself which we'll get into the the format of it but um i didn't realize there was a museum there even yeah. though now that you mentioned i think we did go as a field trip once in school yeah I think but it was so long around ago. here yeah you've been on at least one but Daniel and I have been to just walk around it, and I so I was like, "Is this the whole tar pits? Just the outside pits?" But I I, don't, I haven't been to the museum that I recall. Have you, Daniel? No, I've never been in the museum. I always end up. I go to LACMA a lot, which is in the same park. Yeah, and I just always. It, I think the reason is because the actual tar pit museum is very underwhelming looking it sure. just looks like they have not what, updated it since the 70s it's like oh that's where the restroom and the vending machine is you yeah. know and so 
I have no sense of of how much of an experience it is because it's just so, it's so underwhelming looking. Yeah. So Go Fact Yourself is recorded live uh, at the Angel City Brewery, which is this huge, cool brewery. And I had talked about it on this show that I had to give them three topics that I'm like an expert in. Mm-hmm. And then and Jordan gave them three as well. I was hoping they would choose 90 ska. Yeah, well, that was one of mine. <laughs> it was it was it was tough to throw that out. So, you, you know, kind of the format of this show. Uh, a great quiz show. It's hosted by Helen Hong, J. Keith Van Stratton, uh, a terrific quiz podcast. Um, is you give them three things you they you think you're an expert in, and they pick one, but they don't tell you. Right. So it's kind of you have to bone up on all three. So Jordan and I competed. Now we're the episode is airing mid November. We're not going to reveal who won. We yeah. are going to talk a little bit about it though. So if you sure. want a 100 percent spoiler free experience of listening, probably fast forward. However, I don't think we're. I think we're only revealing things that are going to make you want to listen more. Yeah. yeah, or just do what I'm going to do, which is tune out. <laughs> That's what you always do. I would have to assume that Allison won, or else there would be no discussion ever. <laughs> I, why would we, we will never discuss it? Do not bring, do no one saying anything. My no. secret shame. So um, they. Well, what what should we what should we get into? So yeah, so, I mean, I'm just I'm impressed. I, wanna, I do. Did you work out on this show what your three expertise yes. areas were? Yes, it okay. was IVF, mm-hmm. facts of life, and analogies. Yeah. And the funny thing, did you is, have one you were pushing for? You're like, God, I hope they pick this. Not analogies. Okay. <laughs> the other I, two. Yeah, the other two. Um, with IVF, it's so scientific that a little bit I was like. They might ask me something that I'll have no idea about, mm-hmm. um, but I was sort of intrigued by the challenge of of maybe because I feel like I know a lot about IVF, um, but with facts of life, I was fairly confident that I would know a lot of facts of life stuff too. Yeah. So and they did choose facts of life. Um, the funny thing is, ahead of time, J. Keith Van Stratton was like. Um, talking to me about IVF and also facts of life, and then he's like, "And what was your third one?" Um, and you're like, boom, it's not analogies. <laughs> right. And I'm like, analogies. He's like, oh, yeah. Doesn't mean it's not that one. I'm like, that 100%. Yeah, well, it does. Sure. <laughs> 100%. But how could one be an expert in analogies when that's just sort of like a thing? It's not a, it's not like I know. a topic. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised they went with it. One of the other ones I had offered, which was an example that he had given me, was artificial sweeteners. But then I listened to an episode with Beth Littleford, and they had already, like, she had chosen right. artificial sweeteners, and they had done that one. But I was like, man, I would have been so good at that one. So what were yours? It was Simpsons. Yeah, the Simpsons, uh, the '90s ska revival, and the La Brea Tar Pits. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, that was that. Those that was a tough one. I mean, you know, the other two are just such like basic dopey white guy things that I'm afraid like everyone in the audience who wasn't a dopey white guy would just be fucking rolling their eyes at me the whole time. So they kind of sequester you because yeah. part of the game show involves in like the 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 light not lightning round the the cluster question round yes. the hardest question they bring in an expert that is related somehow to your category so they don't want you to see the expert lest it be someone you recognize so then i'm like oh my god it's probably like some ska guy right yeah exa- exactly <laughs> we were joking yeah. about who Whoa. it was gonna be yeah is yeah. it the guy with the rainbow suspenders right in the hawaiian shirt <laughs> <laughs> or it's uh, or the guy in the bear hat from save ferris yeah oh yeah um, sure or is it someone from facts of life but I didn't recognize anyone ahead of time. I didn't either. I was kind of like scanning. Right. But we're going to reveal who it was, right? For for me, right? Well, yeah. It was, I think we it should. It was fucking rad. Because it, it was amazing. Yeah. It was Gloria Loring. 
who sang the theme song oh and God. also was married to I so I knew that Alan Thicke wrote the theme song mm-hmm. but I didn't know that she was and she sang it I didn't know she was married to him and she's Robin Thicke's mother wow so she is I feel like she should be a good podcast guest she's like delightful she was she was great you yeah we it. hugged it she's was pretty moved I was so excited uh, and she even did an she did an imitation of Charlotte Ray singing the song, and then also sang it her way. It fucking ruled. I'm yeah. not a Facts of Life person, but I know the song, and I could feel I could feel the energy change in there when she started singing that song. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is like a big deal. It was so cool. Were you guys? I I did not watch Facts of Life at all. I kind of struggled kind, to. Is describe. it after your time? I feel like you're it's after younger by just enough. Yeah, I think I just missed it. In the same way that I just missed like Space Jam, I think I just missed Facts of Life. But were on you the, other end. the Saved by the Bell? Yes, generation. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I feel like I am I just an. At, I watched it, but like it didn't speak to me the way it does sure. people who are four years younger. It was just completely after me. It I, was it was my time, and it was the time when my parents got divorced, and all of a sudden I was freed from farm labor and could watch TV <laughs> all day wow, and night. Yeah. So I watched Facts of Life and every other TV show that was on that time. So that's why I think you found that I know a surprising amount right. about Facts of Life for. A dude. Do you remember the show that came on either after or before Facts of Life? And I kind of only remember the name. It was called, I think it was Dear Sydney. Mm-mm. It might have. Well, when though? Because it was on for, Facts of Life when was, I was on young. for a long time. It was on for 14 years. Yeah, yeah. when I was real young. It is, so at the beginning. It is funny how those like little blip weren't around for that long shows resonate because you were you saw them when you were a kid. Yeah. You know, a season of TV seems like an eternity when you're right. a kid, and they like imp- like I remember Herman's head so well, mm-hmm. yeah. and like that was like uh, one early season, days right? of Fox. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like so, some of those things where I'm like, God, everybody watched Herman's head, right? And then no one's like, No, I don't know what that is. I'm like, Oh, uh, it's a yeah, Yardley Smith lived in this guy's head. And yeah, he I loved, remember that. Love Sydney with Tony Randall and yes. Swoozy Kurtz. Oh, I didn't know Swoozy Kurtz was in it. It's an all star cast. Swoozing it up. There was also a, sh- a show <laughs> with Ann Gillian, and it not It's a Living. I think it was called Ghost or Jennifer used to live here. But then there was another show that might have been called that that had someone else who's famous, and I can't remember her name. I don't know. I'm glad I brought this up. You're, are you old enough to remember Alice? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. With Kiss My Grits? Yeah. Hmm. Well, who was that? That was Flo, that right? Was Flo. And then there was Vera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so Alice. What was the what was the cook's name the in that show? Mel. Yeah. Mel. That was Mel. Mel. Vic Tabak. Sharples. Yep. Right. Yep. And Phil McKeon, mm-hmm. uh, who played Alice's son, is Nancy McKeon, who played Joe from Facts of Life's brother. Look at that. Yeah. There you All go. All ties together. And Joe. Nancy McKeon is on Dancing with the Star. I have not been watching Dancing with the Stars. Once Nikki Glaser got kicked off, I was like, I'm done. How's she been doing? Is Joe been? I don't know. I need to check into it. You know what I would like to snack on while I watch that? Hmm. An RX bar? Yeah. Support for Allison Rosen is your new best friend comes from RX bar, a whole food protein bar made with 100% whole ingredients. RX bar's core ingredients do all the talking. It's simply like eating three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds. Turns out real food ingredients actually taste really good. You can taste the cacao, real fruit, and spices. RX bars come in 14 delicious flavor varieties. 14? I think they have new flavors. Because, wow. Of late. 
I'm not 100% sure, but I just feel like I've heard of flavors and I've been like, I did not, I, don't, I didn't taste I those in my sample pack. I was happy with the ones they had. They're all so good. Jeff, what's your favorite? Oh, the chocolate salt one. Yeah, that one That's is really good. I like really the good. coconut one. I like oh, them I all. The coconut one. The fruit ones are good too. Mm. I received a sample pack and I sampled all of them. There's like, a mint quickly. chip one I enjoy. Is yeah. that one new? I think that might be new. It's good. Mm. RX bars are gluten free, soy free, dairy free, no added sugar, artificial flavors, preservatives, or fillers. They're, they're great for all sorts of occasions, like watching Dancing with the Stars, breakfast on the go, or snack at the office. Throw them in your bag for the plane or in your backpack for a bike ride or hike. When we used to go to Mommy and Daddy and Me, mm. Daniel has this thing that I don't have, which is he forgets to eat and then he gets super hungry. I don't, I, I've mm-hmm. like literally never forgotten to eat. Um, but I started putting them in the diaper bag because I knew that you were going to be hungry. Isn't that, isn't that nice of me? That's very it's nice mostly for self-preservation. Yeah. Because I'd get cranky. That's right. Egg white protein stands out as a source of protein that's easy for your body to absorb. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash BFF and enter promo code BFF at checkout. That's rxbar.com slash BFF and enter promo code BFF at checkout. Okay, so... Update. On the last show, I talked about how I was going to be taking Jet Suite X, which is that like um, semi-private. It's a small jet. It's a small plane that just go- flies locally. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of it, Jordan? No. Uh, is this like a plane Uber? Yeah, they just fly from LAX to Burbank. <laughs> right if you need to go to fries if right you need to go to fries electronics it's the fastest way oh my god imagine if they or had a bob's p- big boy a plain uber god they yeah. should have that I, I feel like i see little there was some little demo ad for like an uber helicopter mm. or something and it's they make the commercial first but it's not actually available i was thinking maybe this was something like that no no it's not it, they call it semi-private so it flies from Burbank to Las Vegas and Burbank to Northern. There's like five, I forget, five to Burbank to Northern California. It's like very just short haul flights, but you take off from a hangar that's like a mile away from Burbank airport. You show up, they recommend a half hour before, no security, which is Oof. sort of weird. Yeah, yeah. But it's everyone, it's, it's completely different than the usual hell of taking a commercial flight. Um, and there's free snacks. They, the snacks could be better, but I'm sta- I'm saying it like if it's what are we a very let's hear about these snacks. Okay, on the plane, mm-hmm. the on the plane, the snacks are pretty good. It was veggie chips, okay, or dang. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with dang? I'm not those familiar little with dang. coconut chips. No, that sounds good though. Yeah, they're good. Okay, or granola bars. Okay, and then when getting on, there were like a bunch of. I feel like there was granola bars, meal bars, and some. Fr- fruit and coffee maybe and then on the way back there was a bowl with a squished Reese's peanut butter cup and some little star two starbursts per container okay and then also some granola bars and (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) I mean none of this is blowing my mind dangs and dangs (laughs) yeah but still no, it's the, the, don't go for the snacks. Go for Ooh. the not having to go. <laughs> where, go to TSA. where were you going? <laughs> I did a court. <laughs> I'm laughing at how truly boring that yeah. discussion oh was. Oh my god! I'm, I this is not so. I'll speak for the 
I'll speak as an interested party. I'm sure Maybe people I are can. This is not something I've done. Yes. And this is a novel. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Listen, you're both right. The plane <laughs> seats okay. 30 people. On one row, it's just one seat. And then on the other, you know, there's an aisle and there's two. If you are going from any of these locations I'm talking about, take Jet Suite X. It's, it's, and, and Sounds like a pretty cool it's not deal. that expensive. It's like, well, it was like, with taxes and everything, like a hundred each way. And it's, Jeez, I don't think really? it's, yeah, not wow. that much more than Southwest would be. Well, so anyway, I did a corporate gig. Look at you. I know. Doing corporate gigs. I know. I never want to not do corporate gigs and I never want to fly commercial <laughs> ever again. This whole thing spoiled me for every yeah. other life experience. <laughs> I had always heard of people doing corporate gigs. What was the, I had, can you say, maybe you can't say I don't the corporate, yeah, maybe that's bad form. Did, they, did they say you couldn't curse or anything? Were there rules? No. Wow. They were so nice. The, hmm. the biggest drama of the whole thing was that I ate lunch beforehand and I spilled some salad dressing on my shirt. Jesus. And uh, But other than that... It was smooth sailing. Smooth, smooth flying. That's right. Wow. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Except that I was a little bit devastated over the like, well, I don't want to go up on stage with these two big splotches on my shirt. That doesn't make me look good. Sure. But hmm. I went... So I tried to, they gave me some seltzer water, which I put a little bit on my shirt and then I drank it because I was thirsty um, and it didn't seem to do much. But then I remember I had face powder in my bag and I went to the bathroom and I had a Q-tip and I took, I dipped the Q-tip in face powder and then I rubbed it on my shirt and then it kind of soaked up the oil and I thought, look at me, I'm like a real MacGyver because it has talc in it. It's a little trick. Is this a there and back thing? Did you just go do the gig? That's and right. Yeah. I came back? back the same night. Wow! But I could have stayed overnight if I, at a fancy hotel if I wanted. What? Uh huh. They would have put you up. Not to, just moving stuff. They would have put me up. Yeah. Wow. Um. I chose not to because I wanted to get back to Elliot, sure. and because it would have and to a lesser extent extent. Oh <laughs> yeah. No, no. It's so funny that you say I didn't even. Was Elliot? And I of course, we're forgetting no. someone. No, no. Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I just figured if I am going to stay overnight, then I've got to bring an overnight bag, and then it just makes it more of a it, it makes it more of a thing. Sure, um, but I was tempted. Any, I, I am so like anytime, and it is rare for me these days. But anytime I can get a free flight or a free hotel room, I am so ex- mm. even if it's just like we'll f- fly you to Arizona and you could stay in a double tree for a <laughs> night. I'm like, yeah, oh my god, I'm a king. It <laughs> yeah. feels so good. Anyway, I. We did so much traveling with the Adam Carolla show. Yeah. That I, and I remember missing, I I mean, it was a ton of fun, but also there were times, for some reason, I remember feeling this in Buffalo where I missed Daniel and I missed Oliver, our dog at the time. Yeah. Um, but I think we FaceTimed. I FaceTimed with both of you. (laughs) Do you remember? (laughs) Put the dog on. We're not a big FaceTiming couple, but I do remember. She's my snuggleberries. (laughs) But I do remember FaceTiming with you and Oliver. Um, yeah. But also, Buffalo was so cold right. and very snowy. Um, so yeah, I think that broke me of the excitement over staying in a DoubleTree. Okay, but I still, I'm still a luxurious enough person. I don't think that's what I'm trying to say. That if it's like a super fancy hotel, I get a luxury-minded yeah. person. Luxury. That's right. I still get excited if it's a city I haven't been to. Yeah, but um, it's it's always the same cities that I end up going to for business and like. So what are drag. your what are your frequents? Well, it's been a while. I actually haven't had to travel in a while. I used to travel all the time, and it would be um, like Bentonville, Arkansas. Okay. 
or um, Dallas or um, let's see. Sometimes I'd go to Minneapolis. I like Minneapolis. Uh, Dallas, eh. um, but like Bentonville is where Walmart is headquartered. Okay. So that, uh, I mean, it was interesting, uh, but yeah, it's very, yeah. Did you like get, because this is, I mean, I this is a totally different ball game. But I yes. used to go to I when I worked for Fuel TV, the mm-hmm. late lamented yeah. Action Sports Network. Mm-hmm. We would go to Vegas constantly, oh, just wow. because so much of the you know dude industry is uh-huh. in Vegas. Uh-huh. And I have to, I'd have to go to Vegas occasionally. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I feel like that. There's, yeah, there's that's always fun. Though. That's Vegas. It is. Yeah, but I, you know, I hmm. Let's see. I mean, I don't love to gamble, mm. uh, and you know they weren't paying me a hell of a lot on the late lamented Fuel TV. So <laughs> you know it was hard to go big, but I <laughs> did it so much that I kind of learned what I liked, and I learned some spots, and I learned how to do it kind of cheap and fun, right. and to the point where I, you know, maybe there was a time when I'm like, oh god, not again. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of look forward to this now. It feels a little like home. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to this bar and this restaurant. And where would you stay? Uh, boy, all over the place. You know, the nicest place they we would get put up at the Hard Rock sometimes mm-hmm. because they liked mm-hmm. the they have a little like lot of like tattoo heavy metal kind of stuff going on there, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, that uh, uh, network's demo. So yeah, sometimes we would get the hard rock, but sometimes when like the network was footing the bill, we would just be in the like, you know, extended stay suites, like across from circus circus. <laughs> so, you know, like right. not even a, like a casino hotel, but right. just like, here's a place to go when you are hiding out from the cops. Right. Uh, if you need to pay in cash and be off the grid anyway, but I kind of learned to love Vegas in a way that I don't think I would have, if I only had been, you know, two times for a bachelor party. Right. Did you, did you connect to any of those places ever? Um, I've had so many different kinds of Vegas experiences on Oh, I business. guess I was maybe asking about, you know, Houston and stuff, but I would, oh, I oh, am oh, curious oh. about your Would I Vegas connect trips. to them? Yeah, absolutely. Well, when I would go to Bentonville, I'd have to be there usually for, I mean, uh, often for like a whole week. Sure, yeah. Um, and so uh, you really get to know the place. And actually, mm-hmm. I, I, used, I started going there in like, I want to say 2000 and I'm not sure if this is going to actually be that interesting to anybody, but the, the, you know, it's Walmart's headquarters, but it's in Northwest Arkansas, which is on the edge of the Ozarks Mm -hmm. and very rural. Like it's probably, I want to say maybe 45 minutes North of Fayetteville where the university of Arkansas is Uh nothing there when we started going there. I mean, the headquarters are there, but it was pretty like the only restaurant would be this like, really not good Mexican. People are like, oh, it's so good. And then you would always get sick. Sure. And um, you just sort of watched as it developed over the years. And now when you go there, it's like full of chain restaurants and everything. And um, it just kind of showed how Walmart became this global behemoth. Um, you know, the town... Eh, I could go on and on, but whatever. <laughs> um. I want to tell you guys about a town that we stayed in, in probably of all the places we traveled, this was the worst hotel we stayed in, one where I was really like, I hope I don't get killed here. But I loved the town, and I'm going to tell you what it is. But first, I have to tell you about Quip toothbrushes. <gasps> one of the most important things we do for our health every day is brushing our teeth, yet most of us don't do it properly. I just learned you have to open your mouth. Hmm. 
Quip is a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. Uh, it has sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough on your sensitive gums. So that is what I love the most about the Quip toothbrush is that it doesn't feel like, oh my God, I am like roto rootering my mouth. It feels very gentle, but your teeth get so clean. Uh, and it has a multi-use cover, which mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide over your bristles for on-the-go brushing. All this talk of traveling. Bring your Quip toothbrush. Um, and it declutters your sink or cabinet and makes traveling with an electric toothbrush easier. And it also, aesthetically speaking, it is a beautiful toothbrush. It is like I think at one point they might have referred to it as the iPhone of toothbrushes. My God. That I'm sounds serious. fantastic. You've seen it before. I love it because it is affordable and because it looks so snazzy and because it cleans your teeth so well without being too abrasive. Uh, that's why I love Quip and why they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Rosen right now, you get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Rosen. Again, that's getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Rosen. So, I want to add something to the Bentonville thing and then we can move on. Uh, what is actually interesting about it is that you have this um, corporate uh, thing, this culture that's been created on top of a community that was there first of just backwoods, really um, like old fam- you know, families that have been there a long time. You know, the kind of, you know, uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, but like deliverance, backwoods. Sure. It's like already was. It's just like locals, <laughs> sure. locals who couldn't be. But then any it's like, further you know, from hey, what, I'm Herb from Human Resources. Right, so <laughs> you have just a guy there. You now. have these guys, this these people with a lot yeah. of money building these huge like McMansiony communities right next right. to th- this and that, and you you have to I don't know whatever. That Listen, does sound folks, interesting. I'm tired. Yeah. No, that does sound interesting when, like, just like a company comes into a town, it's like, well, this is our place now, so it's going to change. Allison's been doing this thing while I've been talking that she'll do, Mm. which is she. she, It's where I'm too tired to hide my true feelings. uh, (laughs) There's some, like, there's some some couple stuff going on. Oh, no, no, there's really not, actually. Yeah, no, I'm just sorry. What am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? Uh, you're you're drifting away. You're you're fading fading from uh this conversation. Well, don't you want to hear the town? There she goes. Uh, <laughs> bye. Want to guess what town it was where I loved the town, even though I was afraid I was going to get killed at the hotel? Okay, was this while I've known you? Yes, it was. We it was part. I we traveled there for the Adam Carolla show and Fresno. Nope. We didn't do a sh- did we do a show in Fresno? We may have, but no. Sacramento. No. Um it was the kind of hotel where it's all outside and you have to this is not really a good description, but like I'm so, they probably cook meth there. But that has nothing to do with the town. Te- the town itself was charming and lovely and I wanted to spend more time in it just at a different motel. Was it in New Mexico? No. Ventura. Okay. No. No, that's so close. Was it in California? No. 
Um, no, we stayed in a hotel. If it was California, we would have just driven. That was my. I stayed in. I, I was remember. in New Mexico for one night, and I'm like uh, in Santa Fe, I think. And then it was, uh, and I'm like, this place is beautiful. This hotel is some sort of, you know, sitting holding, on a hell mouth. Hold. I was, yeah, yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna say a holding cell for some sort of most dangerous game situation. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was really went. beautiful. Yeah, I can't. I can't. San Antonio. Oh, have no. you guys spent time in San Antonio? I've never been. Bit. I had been to Austin. Mm-hmm. Austin is my Bentonville. Only I went for South by Southwest a number of years in a row, mm-hmm. um, and I liked it more than it seems like you like Bentonville. So it's really not that at all. But I had never been to San Antonio. It was so charming and cute. I'm tr- having trouble remembering the theater that we performed at or the show, but I remember where we went after, and there's like a little. River walk and oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's Antonio delightful. Is surprisingly charming. Oh, has everyone here been? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have extended family in Texas, oh. so uh, we I've we've I've done a lot of like as a kid summer vacations to the various Texas places. So the one besides like most of Texas, which is just flat wasteland the, of the cities, the only city I've been to that was just like ugh is El Paso. I didn't I didn't get El Paso. Oh, El Paso's much. tough. That was a brutal. What's it like? Place. I, was I mean, just... I know that they don't like paste picante. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, they do. Wait, pay? Oh no, no, no. They, they like don't... pay. They don't like the other kind because it's right. made in New, New York, New York City. City. Oh right, right sorry. Right. Get a rope. <laughs> get a rope. Uh, <laughs> to do what though? Hang to hang salsa? the person that brought the other salsa. Oh, okay, that's what they do in Texas. Uh that, oh, that I know another. That wasn't okay to put in a commercial. In hindsight, <laughs> I, I I hate to one up you, but I can El Paso. I was there on tour with the Dead Milkman, and we played a show at a pig farm. <laughs> wow! No, I, was the crowd you, fucking into it though. Yeah, it was I great. Bet. It was a great. Show. They, the crowd was just pigs. <laughs> they loved it. There though. were pigs, and there were also people. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you a worst city in Texas I've been to, and that is Amarillo. Amarillo, you step off the plane and you smell cow shit because you are downwind from all the massive cow farms that uh, we get all of our beef from in this country. Now, for every town we've mentioned, someone's going to write in from there. No one's defending Amarillo. (laughs) Someone will. Mm. I feel like they might. I don't know. I could. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know what? I do know for sure. But God bless it. If we ha- if we get anybody, hey, I was born in Amarillo. Beaumont, Texas, a beautiful refinery. Town. I didn't know you were born yeah. in Texas. Yeah, we moved to Orange County pretty soon after I was born, so I don't remember a lot of Beaumont, mm-hmm. Texas. But uh, my extended family stayed there for a long time, so I uh, I know it from going to visit family. Well, so. now I know. You know what else I know? Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. I feel like I need to get up on the crypto thing. You got to. Yeah, I feel like I'm a little behind. Yeah, you do. You simply must. I'm a little behind on my crypto... Oh, what's the word I'm going for? My crypto literacy. Ah, I think you should say cryptozoology, like studying (laughs) Bigfoot. That... That too, both. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence, simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy to digest way. Yeah, that Robinhood app is is great, and also, like I'm saying, I need to get up on 
on this stuff. You can learn by doing. Learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You can d- discover new stocks and track favorite companies with per- a personalized news feed. Um, there's custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. And I think my favorite thing about the Robinhood app is that there's uh, n- no commission fees. So other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees. You can trade stocks and keep all your profits um, and Again, the app is just so easy to use. Uh, you can place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N dot Robinhood dot com. That's Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N dot Robinhood dot com. Allison dot Robinhood dot com. Okay. So it's been some time since we've done uh, iTunes comment of the week. But we have two comments, one pause and one neg. Now, the negative is not that it's not as harsh as some of them. She still did give me the correct number, which is five stars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but there is a note on something she would like mm, us to correct. Mm-hmm. Who would like to read the positive? Who would like to read the negative? I'll read the negative. Was the negs from Holden because he's so <laughs> negs on life? No, but that is, I feel like Jordan, as someone who went to high school in Orange County, will yes. appreciate that uh, in my 10th grade math class, we were reading in in the a- English, we were reading Catcher in the Rye, mm-hmm. which of course I loved. And I heard a cheerleader say to a water polo player, the book's okay, but I just don't like it because Holden, he's just so negs on life. Uh, he is, though. He is you know what? awfully negs on life. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right, Jordan, first? regale us with the positive comment. That's titled, Boy, Did I Need This, by Nimillo. Nimillo, I'm a long listener. Let's get that out of the way now. The Thursday Gang is my favorite, but the Monday episode with Kate Spencer and Dory Shafrir was exactly what I needed to hear today. I have been back to work for almost two months, but today was infant daughter's first day in daycare, and I sobbed and sobbed in the car. Q A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And listening to Kate and Allison discuss their struggles and mom guilt being a working woman. The discussion was so real and poignant for me today. I've burned many, many, many hours listening to A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Allison is an excellent interviewer, so while the Thursday Gang is my favorite, I always kick myself when I let a few Monday shows pile up. I've laughed, cried, and learned a lot. It helped us know what to expect for IVF and taught us to advocate for ourselves when I delivered. She's given us books I've enjoyed, podcasts I love, and introduced us to people I never would have looked up otherwise. Thank you, Namillo. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who is that? Let me hear that again. That's Ray. Yeah! <laughs> oh, boy. I love that. Namillo. Am I saying that right? I think I am. Thank you. That's very, very nice. Very sweet. Very yeah, sweet. Very sweet. That's a traditional that's what. That's why we do what we do. That is why, why we do what we do. Right. You who don't do. That's not why I do what I do. You who don't do what we do. <laughs> I do don't, don't necessarily understand what it is to do what we do mm-hmm. and why we do it. But this is why we do it. Right, Jordan? That's why we do what we do. <laughs> this is why we that's do why what we do. Namillo tapped right into why 
we, Jordan and I, do, do what, what we, we do. do. <laughs> you can do what you do for the reasons you do what you do. Right. That's not why we and do what we do. No, we do what we do because of because what Namillo said. I do what I do because you do what you do. That's right. You're a special case. Thank you. Okay, All now right. for the neg. We're going to get negged. Love, but please stop the mouth noises mm. by Lindsay by Aileen, too. I absolutely love this podcast and look forward to it two times a week every week. But can you stop snack chat, please? Mm. The math, mouth noises drive me insane and I am forced to stop listening, cry face. Maybe give a warning for those people who cringe at mouth noises a heads up. My mouth is full of wetness. <laughs> on how far to skip through the segment. I truly do love you all. Oh, sorry. I truly do love you and all of your guests. Well, there you go. No oh, that was the end? That was no mouth noises. That's I'm assuming not why chew- I do what I you do. You just got fitz dogged. <laughs> I'm assuming the chewing is what she's talking about, yeah. not me snorting into the to the microphone. No, everyone loves that. <laughs> Especially Jeff. Everybody. Yeah, keep, keep doing that. <laughs> no, she's talking about snack chat. Snack chat. And I feel like this is just, the timing is so rich because I feel like I was saying how everyone knows podcast listeners hate mouth noises, but for some reason, they give Snack Chat a pass. I think because we're good about not chewing on mic, and also because... I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, but it turns out they don't give us a pass. The last couple, we were pretty bad about chewing on mic. Well, yeah. I was speaking through a mouthful of cream cheese because it was funny to everyone, and they egged me on, so I kept doing it. Sure, I get that. That yeah. sounds funny. A lot of people thought it was funny. I bet some. Pe- I bet a lot of people thought it was funny. But yeah. in terms of the warning, sure. the snack chat song is fairly long. I feel like that's your warning. That's your warning. Um, but by the way, I do kind of agree with Lindsay and also by I- Aileen too. What's this- her name? Lindsay by Aileen too. Okay, I'm assuming that's not her name. What do you? Which part do you agree with? Uh, mouth noises would drive me crazy if I was listening. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think there's a polite way to do it. I mean, I think it's a beloved segment. It mm-hmm. has a theme song. And I know, and I like this policy that when you hear the theme song, maybe, you know, maybe skip just it. do a little skip it. Skip yeah. ahead. So, folks, when you hear the Snack Chat theme song, just skip on ahead. Yeah. But at the same time, if you know, <laughs> if you're a, if you're a podcast host, you know not to nom right into that mic. Although yeah. maybe you have some noobs on or something who are mm-hmm. doing some like impolite. The, the bagel one is the one that got us sideways because it was yeah. such a thing to eat and there was a lot to it and it was tasty so people were eating a lot of right. it. right yeah there was more usually it, with snacks like usually it's a like a couple exactly shot. take a couple bites and then you talk about it and it was just this constant this ooh. was like a lot of bagel chomping and cream cheese. was there like homemade bagels no did you catch the news item that cynthia nixon ordered a disgusting sounding bagel right so my dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period (laughs) right it was like a cinnamon raisin bagel but it had like locks yes right and onion and and capers and tomatoes yeah and cream cheese Mm -hmm. so we tried it new york people were weird about a bagel (laughs) isn't that weird i can't imagine that was the episode where i realized i don't really like bagels really are you sure you didn't like the the particular bagels we had i feel like i've been suffering like, I think bagels are one of those things that I have pretended that I really like for a long time, but never actually really liked. You know, like, huh. you go, oh, bagels, because that's sure. how you're supposed to think about bagels. But yeah. then it's I'm always underwhelmed by a bagel. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I would rather have a good piece of toast yeah, I, than a fucking bagel. I or, or, hey, English muffin, yeah, way better than a bagel. 
I think in some, I don't, sometimes the time's right for a bagel. I don't have a ton of them, but like once in a while, I'll just, you know, get that bagel itch and nothing else will scratch it. (laughs) Right between my tootsies. (laughs) Right betwixt my toes. Uh, I usually have it. I usually have a uh, an egg bagel or a sesame seed bagel with butter. Sometimes I'll have a cinnamon raisin. And if I'm at a Noah's and I'm feeling a little spicy, I'm going to say decadent, <laughs> a little luxury minded. <laughs> if I'm feeling luxury minded at a Noah's bagels, uh, they have a French toast bagel. Uh, I mean, it's a what? it's a dessert. It's you know, it's it, it's if you get a French toast bagel toasted with butter, it is so good. Mm, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. What do they do? Do they fry it? Uh, I don't know why it is French toast. I think there's just like you know, kind of a syrupy, kind of sugary swirl in it. Kind of so a cinnamon not dipping sugar. It in egg and then mm. and no, they're it. not preparing it like French toast. It is a yeah. I think it has some like swirly cinnamon sugar type of thing huh. in it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're like a little hungover or you just, you know, maybe you've been like up a while and need a, you know, if, if you've been up since six and need a little a little jazz, a little jazz me up, head over to Noah's French Toast Bagel. Not paid to say it. It's great. <laughs> is it, how is the sweetness of it? It's a li- I mean, it's pretty sweet. I mean, it's a it's maybe more donut than it is bagel, honestly. Right. Maybe that's the best way to say it. But it is. Ooh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that sounds good. A couple times a year. Bagel could really work. Yeah, I feel like um English muffins, though, uh, if someone were more enterprising, that would be great to see like, an artisanal, like th- you know, you, you ever, get a little like uh, you get a little like artisanal coffee, uh-huh. and then like a you know homemade English muffin. There's a company called Wolferman's that you can get them through the mail, and they're really thick English muffins, and they're f- fucking great. Okay, have yeah, you they, done this? Yeah, they, um, they used to be my, be my go-to gift that my family would ship to me. They're great gifts. Yeah. No, this isn't a sponsorship. It should be. But like, uh, my dad would get them and he'd get, and it was always just such an amazing yeah, pretty little good. treat. Well, I'd like to say something to Lindsay, which is thank you for your five stars. Thank you for the comment. We will take it under consideration. We did get a little carried away in the last snack chat. Um, and, you know, uh, now jumping to what Jordan has said, this is the second time sesame seed bagels have come up. In my whole life, I don't think I've ever had a sesame seed bagel. Oh, I like it. I really do. I'm, I'm kind of egg bagel or bust. Egg bagel or plain. Egg bagel or bust. I like when the if they toast a sesame seed bagel, those seeds get a little toasty. It's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's the key. It's a good flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very nice flavor. Does, mm-hmm. I, I can't argue with it. And you'll do that thing where the seeds fall off of the bagel and you... If it's a paper plate, you, you you cinch it up like a taco and then sprinkle them right back on the cream cheese. That's fun. So you don't lose a seed. No. Do not spill your seed, don't as it says in the s- Bible. Oh, boy. Yeah. Thank you so much for your iTunes comments. If you would like to leave us a comment, we might read it on the show. Five stars is our favorite number. iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Um, to leave a comment and tell your friends, subscribe, etc. Jordan, are you yes. aware that it's we're now supposed to call it Apple Podcasts, not iTunes? I am aware of that. Yes, I know it's a because we've been, you know, we, we you know, we, you know, we, you know, we, we do, do what we do. do. We've yeah. been in the game for a long time, right, and we've been saying leave us an iTunes comment. But yeah, yeah, no, I think most people are going to their podcast not through iTunes, but through the podcast Apple podcast app. app. So what am I supposed to say? Leave me an Apple Podcast comment. I think so. Yeah, it's a little clunky. iTunes comment is just like so part of the lexicon. I right. feel like, but yeah, I for, think you know we can all train ourselves to say Apple. But podcast. isn't it also on iTunes? Yes. Yeah. So I think, what's the can problem? you leave a yeah. comment through the app? I don't know. I don't know. 
Can you probably can't. Right now, I probably bet you can. Somebody should find out. Yeah. yeah. Tell people to do it through the app. No, I'm not telling them to do it. Through. I'm telling them iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen. Find us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's confusing. Oh, the phone sound. Creating interference. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'm okay. sorry. No, I'm sorry. Just, just put your phone a little bit away okay. as you would okay. with chewing off mic. Gotcha. Let's see. Can I, can I rank Allison Rosen? This is not... Okay, I think you probably can. Anyway. Okay. Wonderful. Hey, now we figure know. Figure it out. That's what we're telling you. Do the work. That's right. And give us a damn comment. <laughs> you know what show I'm really enjoying? <laughs> oh, no idea. If we're going to talk about television, we have a song. TV time. TV time. TV time. TV time. Kidding on Showtime oh, with Jim Carrey. I knew that. Well, because we're watching it together. <laughs> it's pretty it's good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It is. It's sad, though. It is sad, but it's good. It's, um... You can review it in the app. I oh, just wonderful. Did five stars for <gasps> Allison Thank Rosen. you. I'd never miss it. I expect to hear my comment read on the show. Did you actually leave a comment? I did. Then I will read it on the show, maybe. Okay. Thank anyway, you. You, can, you can review in the app. So open up that Apple Podcast app and review leave us your a, favorite get show. Your comment it's in. pretty easy. It took yeah. me like three minutes. Less than that, even. It's in there. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. TV time. Yeah. Kidding on Showtime is good. I enjoy it. Also, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I've talked about it before. I love Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. The new season just started. What I love about it is that it's a comedy that I am invested in. I find it hard to get invested in a lot of comedies. I don't, like, I find that I just want to watch drama. I don't know why. Because I think of myself as a comedic person. I think we've maybe been, you know, the past, you know, 10 years of TV or whatever has been about serialized cliffhangery type yes. stuff yeah and i think you know because we're all prestige streamy tv viewing people we've kind of our brains have been wired to expect that cliffhanger a little bit and i think when something is not serialized there's no reason to come back. like why am i yeah so it's maybe a little bit harder to get into you know pretty much bob's burgers or something like that because it is so one and done maybe that's why i'm so into crazy ex-girlfriend in addition to loving the characters yeah. but it's like you oh you're like what's gonna happen next mm-hmm. um i heard big mouth on netflix is good <sighs> yeah i, I i'm a big fan of big that mouth. show is awesome yeah it rules the second season was great too they really uh they really uh they really uh kicked it up after a great first season i love it i i it's uh, it's awesome it's about uh it's an animated show it's about um like puberty it's about kids growing up so there's you know, different kids who are having different issues. There's a, you know, uh, a kid who masturbates too much. And there's a, a, you know, a girl who hasn't got boobs yet. And there's a kid who might be thinks he's gay. And so it's, you know, it's it's kind of all the all facets the of uh, puberty. It is so funny. Uh, and also great. A lot of heart, too. You really you really grow to love those little guys. Huh. People also say that BoJack Horseman yes. is really good. But I, I haven't. I like I BoJack as well, not quite as much as Big Mouth because it's not as joke intensive as Big Mouth, and Big Mouth is like heavy, heavy, really thirty rock, Kimmy Schmidt style. You know what joke? show really lived up to the hype for me? If we're talking about anime, is Rick and Morty. I know oh, everyone's already cute. Do you have you watched that yet? I've watched a couple. I like it a lot. I like, uh-huh. I guess I've liked the episodes I've seen, but it has not grabbed me to keep going. 
We'll keep watching it. Okay, I will. Jesus Christ. I, fine, Jordan. I will. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's hard for me to get into animated shows. Just like it's hard for me to get yeah. into comedies. However, I think I'm going to give Big Mouth a shot. You should. I it's keep really hearing people great. Talk it's, about it's very special. It's a I very think special you, show. I think you would love it. Just All because right. of just because of its topic of that the weird like that weirdest most awkward phase in everybody's life. Yeah. That and, is and the comedy around something it. I'm interested in. Great songs too. Maybe my one note about the second season, not a lot of songs. Mm. I loved the songs in the first season. Anyway, season 3 more songs, guys. Come on. Anyway. For a second I was like I wonder if Catherine Burns choreographed it and then I'm like probably not cuz it's animated. Sure. Although yeah, maybe you could consult. I know. In in a, some way. To how to how to how to draw animated dancing? I That's don't know. Right. Um, I think we should do just me or everyone. But first, I need to talk to you guys about Trinova. Um, I hate cleaning. I'm not a fan of cleaning, but Trinova has specific products for like any given surface in your house. Did you know there were different chemistries for all the different surfaces in your home? Um, so Trinova. It has a full line of products for the home and automotive detailing. They're surface care experts. So I have a, an incredible glass cleaner from them. I have a coffee pot, coffee machine, descaler. Um, I have a special cleaner for non, like for fake, there's another word for fake leather, but for fake leather in your car. Fake Ple- leather upholstery. Pleather? No, it's not that. It's something that's like more snazzy sounding than that. Leatherette? Maybe. I don't know. Imitation leather. I should also get the one that they have for leather. Um, but yeah, they, it's all like, it's the, just the best stuff you can buy. Premium ingredients, not watered down, um, highly specified cleaners. So Trinova is offering my listeners an exclusive 20% discount on their first order. If you're an Amazon person, just search Trinova and use the code Allison Rosen or go straight to the source at gotrinova.com slash Allison. That's G-O. So go Trinova, T-R-I-N-O-V-A dot com slash Allison. Gotrinova.com slash Allison. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me? Thomas Cannon says, when shopping, especially at a thrift store, I have to organize objects that don't belong. Sorry. I have to organize objects that belong together, but aren't. Well, aren't you a gift to the thrift shop? (laughs) I don't have that. Thrift shops can be a little stressful in that way in that there's a shelf that has VHS tapes and books and <laughs> Hummel figurines. It can be a little stressful. I don't know. I don't like to fuck around with a store too yeah. much. You I know? went to the opposite of that just the other day. There's a, um antique hardware supply store on La Brea that has just uh, fixtures, things right. that you would salvage off of a house. So like, you know, uh, light switch holders Were or Were you looking for stuff for the new place? Yeah, just taking a look and it's incredible. First of all, just the sheer volume of things, but everything is together by... So it's just like all doorknobs are all light switch or like doorbell covers or door knockers or, you know, candles, replacement candles or candelabras or, you know, fake candelabras. It, and it's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Rad. It's it's uh, it's rad. I love, an, oh, I love a store where it's like... An, an an 
old weirdo just collected all these things that they're into and you can buy them. Mm-hmm. This feels like that because it's like different rooms. It looks like an old house that's converted. Even I want to go to this place. And you'll go into a room and it's like only, you know, bathroom fixtures or whatever. Yeah. And then so I'm just kind of wandering through, wandering through, and then I turn the corner and then there's just some dude there eating his lunch. I'm like, oh, th- I walked into the employees and it, I couldn't tell the fucking <laughs> right. difference. There's a like great... A- there's a great. Pl- there was a great place. It closed down this year in Burbank called Movie World. Um, it's just in this, you know, kind of little is that Burbank a area. I think it is. Yeah, I, think I know the one. You- yeah. Anyway, and it was just this. It's like this, sci-fi stuff or something. You know, it's just this guy's stuff. It's just like books <laughs> and movies, and you know, there's just a box of. Uh, you know, there's just a box of entertainment weeklies from 1991, and you can just paw through them. And then there's like Star Wars books, and yeah, I mean, it's just like it's just this guy's entertainment stuff, and you could just kind of paw through it. And then always, I'm a little huge gems. fan of when people make little museums out of their own collections. Oh, their sure, own sure, yeah. There's like one in the valley where a woman has collected like bunny rabbit stuff. Okay, and it's just you go to her house and it's just. It sounds like that millions of potential. Yeah, bunny rabbit related things. Um, Daniel, yeah. can I ask you a favor? Ugh, what? Could you turn the air conditioning? Um, it's could you hot. make it colder one degree? Yeah, because I'm not wearing my compression socks. Hmm. So I will turn into a sausage. We're in, we're I'm in very uh, warm. Restless leg yes. zone these days. That's right. My legs get all restless at night. It's just a pregnancy thing and it, and it blows. Uh, Jessica, dare. Dariemple, Dariemple, Jessica. I'm sorry. Dalrymple. Yes. Uh oh. This is the first casualty of my eyes not being as perfect as I claim they are. No, that sounds like a little bit of a challenging last name. No, it's Dalrymple. Clearly had a Dalrymple in his life to where you recognize that last name. I've heard the name. Okay. You look at that, Jordan. Let me, what what kind of look. eyes do you have? Uh, I have pretty good eyes. Okay. Is that a? Does it look like an I or an L? <clears throat> Let's see. I mean, it's small. It's a small font. I could see how that could be L or I or any number of letters. <laughs> could be a one. Could be a one. <laughs> Who knows? That A could be a D. Could be an emoji. Right. Kids these days. Thanks. With their emojis. Thank the you. The eggplant means dick. Did you know that? <laughs> anyway. Jessica Dalrymple. One of the most satisfying feelings is when my car is in the dryer of the car wash and an old leaf gets dislodged and flies out of the space under the wipers. Hashtag super clean. Huh, that's specific. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've... I guess I'm not... I'm, I don't Are you go not through, a, where, where do you get your car washed? Uh, I go to... Oh, gosh. The it's the coupon comes in the Super Saver. Uh, it's on third. Majestic Car Wash. Majestic Car Wash. Is it one of those where you, you don't drive through? Nah, you leave it. Um, Two things. Mm-hmm. My car's super dirty. I've been trying to go through... There's a drive-through car wash near us that I'm like... I'll just go through the drive-through. It's easier... It's less of a time commitment, but it is not. I kids every time we go there, <laughs> there's a line of like six cars, and they are never moving. So I'm like, ne- I do not, I never have the time for it. So I think I'm just gonna have to go to uh, one where I leave it. And mm. then the second thing is, it turns out I won't though because my car was so dirty that it rained over the weekend, and now it's cleaner. Mm. Like usually when the, sure. when it rains, it makes your car dirty. Yeah, I got. But there's car a point wash. of no return. Yes. where it's just like, yeah, anything will help. Right. Yeah, I never want to get a car wash. I'm never in the mood to get my car washed. Anyone else? This is a time commitment. But but I feel like most people manage to like 
to work it into their schedule. I think about I getting in that that first ride in the freshly washed car I know. is real nice. It's just yeah. like it feels like your brain relaxes a little bit and you're like, "Oh, I was a little bit stressed because my car was so dirty." Like right. you don't even know it. Yeah. Kind of. So I kind of like look forward to that. You're right. Uh, but like being at a car washes are weird. They're just weird places. You know, there's there's sexually explicit greeting cards. I don't like that. <laughs> They smell like, uh, you know, like a, a, a spinner rack of air fresheners yeah. that's been there since 1993. Like, you know. I do like to peruse all the different things you can buy for your car, though. Like air freshener that's in a can. Nice. Yeah, yeah, but just like the little funky trash can or something. Or, yeah. you know, just the little containers or whatever. I remember years ago, I bought a compass. Okay. Right. For the car? Yeah, I never the- even took it out of its packaging. Hmm. I don't know why I decided maybe I would need to know where True North is. But why did they all decide that this is where people are going to go for last-minute gifts and cards? I definitely remember as a kid getting a gift and thinking, like, this is from the car wash. (laughs) I I feel like if I got a gift, I would be secretly a little thrilled, though, if it was... Like, I would prefer it be from the car wash than a CVS. Oh, sure, yeah. And I like CVS. Yeah. But but car wash is special. Yeah. But I feel like there's a real opportunity here for an upscale car wash that feels like a lounge or something as opposed to a, oh, a yeah. gas station. Sure, if there was a little like hang zone. I mean, I right. think they want you. Where they have, they where they have free snacks like the ones I listed sure. at Nausea, <laughs> listed at length, <laughs> like Jet Sweet X. I think maybe they don't want you hanging out there so they can move in more cars. But Maybe. Uh, so if you're just lounging, right. you know. There's one that I uh, go to a lot where they don't, even make accommodations for you when you are waiting for your car with her yawning. I know. It always cracks me up. It's like my voice is a trigger for her subconscious to start yawning. Um, and the, they'll take the car out, so it'll, it'll run through the thing and the wipers, and then it gets hand-finished, so they'll wipe it down and everything. And so they'll drive the car out, and they'll drive it around the corner where you can't see it mm. if you're waiting in the lounge area. Yes. So you have to go walk out to the street. Right. And stand on, like basically on the sidewalk in the street and, and just stand there watching. Yeah, that sucks. It's like, fuck. Yeah, what know? am I? A guy who doesn't have a car? I do. Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. What am I? A no car guy? What the fuck? Yeah. What I'm yeah. I. It'd be nice. You know, a night. You, you know what would be a great mid ground? What if the one fuck? If one just had a nice coffee bar. Yeah. That would be Seriously, cool. Get a little cup of Joe. Starbucks. Scone. A Starbucks slash car, car wash would be, be fucking amazing. I would definitely get my car wash more often if it were that. I as would As opposed too. to the other. Yeah. Yeah, they should fold more car washes into places you already go. Now, granted, like there are some office buildings. Right. Will have a car wash in the well, basement. That, but That's so. always a good thing. But this reminds me of the thing that I invented this weekend. Do you remember? I don't. What I invented? Okay. I know I w- it'll come back to me. So, you know, PepsiCo owns Taco Bell, right? KFC, mm-hmm. and Pizza Hut. Yum brands. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that, you know, I'm sure you've seen, sometimes they'll combine them. Right. Right. So you'll see a Taco Bell slash KFC or sure. Taco Bell slash Pizza Hut or whatever. And, but whenever you go to one of those, there's two menus. Right. But- <laughs> Allison no, is trying no, so, so hard not to yawn right now. <laughs> I bet he's going right. somewhere with this. No, I've heard it before. I'm excited. I, to be fair, okay. she has already fallen asleep during this once. <laughs> so, no. no, but this is this is what they should do. Right. Okay? 
wherever those exist, they should have the two menus. They uh-huh. should have the KFC menu and the Taco Bell menu. But they should also have a third menu of uh, mashup shit of mashup items that can only be gotten at those. If because there's probably like two in all of LA area, right. like you would make a be you would go to that specifically to get like a KFC taco or whatever. Well, that's um, so much a part of those brands, anyways. It's like right. Taco Bell's like, well, it's it's got it's a, it's a shell made of eggs, yeah, and it's you know we're sprinkling Cheetos on top, totally. So and they, you know KFC does the double down in the famous bowl every now and then. It mm-hmm. seems like throwing shit together is is part of the deal. Mash anyway. it up, have a Taco Bell pizza. Sure. You know, at Pizza Hut or something. I don't know. Figure it out. You've got food scientists. <laughs> anyway, I thought that would be a good idea. That's a good idea. So I'm giving that to you for free Pepsi. <laughs> oh, man. Charlie Groth says, after going to the bathroom, I fasten my pants after washing my hands. So that's like something he could only do at home, right? Yeah. If he's not, then uh, <laughs> hey, are gonna have an don't issue. do that. <laughs> Yeah. Let's see. Fastens his pants after no, washing yeah, his hands. That would pants. be in order to not be touching his pants with his... Poopy hands. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought about this today because there was a JMO that somebody said something like that and they said, you know, you never wash your belt. Yeah. And you're handling your belt after... Okay. And I was handling my belt today and I thought, oh, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, but I, I, my, I don't... My do you, do you is, use toilet paper? Is that the no? Difference? I don't wipe, so so my hands aren't getting near it. <laughs> that is smart. Yeah, I just wear yeah. thick underwear. Right, that's two thick br- one two use brilliant un- ideas you had in five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bruise by dawn. I wear my sunglasses when I drive in the rain. Makes it a lot easier to see, particularly between wiper cycles. I've never thought about that. Wait, he he wears his sunglasses what? when he drives in the rain. Yeah. Makes it a lot easier to see, particularly between wiper cycles. Why would that be? Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a sunglass. I don't own a pair of sunglasses. I'm not a sunglasses yeah, person. It feels weird. I, uh, if, if I'm talking to someone wearing sunglasses, I find that I constantly have to take them off. Oh sure, because I feel like it puts a barrier between me and them or something. Yeah. I don't know. So how do you let Jordan? How do you let a girl know that you find her attractive? Oh, I have a special pair of tip and shades. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm sorry, I don't own sunglasses, but I have a pair of tip and shades <laughs> okay, that right, if yeah. uh, if a uh, if a hot blonde in a right. major car goes by, <laughs> I can go. Bom, bom. So wait, why do you not wear? Why are you not a sunglasses? Oh, uh, I don't know. They just feel weird, and I lose stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I just never. I I mean, I'm probably ruining my eyes. But. Yeah. No, yeah, them. I'm not one either, but I feel like I, I, I... Well, you don't go outside, so you're fine. But occasionally I do drive. You really should get them, but if you're going to get them, make sure you get the... Polarized. The, no, uh, the UV protected ones. Okay. Oh, what's polarized then? Well, polarized is great, but that's a different thing. Polarized just cuts out the the haze in the atmosphere. Oh. But um, Mr. Glasses over here. Well, it's a it's a lens thing. But the the UV. If you don't get the UV protection, what will happen is the dark. This is like the cheap ones. Often won't have it. The dark shades will make your iris get wider, but the lens isn't protecting, so you actually get more radiation in your eye. It's hard. It's actually worse for your eyes. Okay. I just squirt the sunscreen directly into my eyeball. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I'm protected. It does make it hard to see. Jeff, can you cut this whole show? <laughs> or just my part? 
Jeff, Pam- I just wear a Frankenstein mask everywhere. <laughs> Pamela J. Gross says, when I scroll through pictures on Instagram, I always have to scroll back to the beginning before moving on. <sighs> you know what? I don't own sunglasses, and I'm not on Instagram. Yeah, what's up with that? Yeah, people think it's weird. Some people react like that when I tell them. (laughs) It's interesting. Uh, Yeah, you know, I just kind of missed it. Uh, I don't take a lot of pictures. I don't think I'm a good photographer. I don't love pictures of myself. Um, Yeah, but I mean, you could just observe from Instagram. I don't have to contribute. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I I do think social networks uh, stress me out a little bit. I think (sighs) think that's... uh, you know, uh, a, a common observation these days, but it seems like adding another one uh, would probably not do wonders for my mental health. Anyway. Twitter's really gotten tough. Yeah, Twitter is a tough one. T- t- Twitter's rough. And so, yeah, I mean, maybe I should ditch Twitter in favor of the one that's mostly cat pictures, but, uh, hmm. you know, or I can make it just cat pictures. Yeah, like, uh, there was a period there where I was only looking at, like, pottery videos. <laughs> People, like, uh, with <laughs> pottery soothing. wheels. Yeah. You can, um... (sighs) (laughs) Dave Cross, no, not that one, says, My phone is so sleek and nice without a case, but I can't trust myself to keep it that way for more than an hour. Yeah. To keep it that way. Oh, because he'll drop... Yeah. Daniel's gone caseless. Really? I think they look better, but the new one, because the last one I had was the 7 or something. The, I just got the new one, and it's got a glass back. And I swear to God, it, it's the slickest glass in the universe. I can't. I used to be able to set the phone on the on the arm of the chair. Like, we have those kind of comfy chairs. Upholstered. Upholstered chairs. And I could just sit it there all night, no problem. The new one, there is no spot where it won't slide off it's it is so slick the slightest vibration will cause it to just slide hmm. off and so it's constantly i never dropped my phone before and now it's it's hitting the ground a lot are you gonna get a case i, I might have to or, or like put some sort of uh, something on it that gives it a velcro yeah i mean maybe i don't know it it's probably not gonna last in its current state I think case technology has come a long way. So I think maybe if you, because I, I mean, I remember thinking the case kind of ruins the phone a little bit. But the last couple of cases I've gotten uh, don't feel like they've added that much mass to it. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's, I think it's a new era. It's of not phone the mass. Cases. It's just I like the design. I think it looks sure. really nice. It does. It's, uh, I don't know. It's not practical. Could... Yeah, it's just it's slick, honey. That's a looking phone, not a using phone. <laughs> <laughs> But Daniel, you used to be a case. You had like your special nifty leather cases, and I've only ever had Daniel's one. Daniel's a moleskin guy. Okay, no, so you can imagine one... the cases that he had. Sure, I've only ever had one case, rugged for masculine. one phone, and that was that leather case I had for a little. But bit. you had like a okay, you had the leather case for the phone, but then you had a piece of leather that you like glued to the phone. Remember oh, when I first met you? That's right. I had Jesus Christ. What version of the iPhone was that? Five or something, one. the one where it was like very, uh, it was like cubed. It wasn't the rounded edges. Remember that one? Sure. And then the back was black, and I put like a leather. I had a leather sticker, but it was like real leather, so it looked. That but it was cool. it was a, meant to be a case for a phone, right? Well, it wasn't a case. It, it was, was a just sticker. A, it was a sticker, but it was like it was to basically it leather. Grip, or what was it was leather with it? adhesive. Yeah, it's, actually, it's funny because that one had a glass back too. Hmm. Huh. That was 
such good pod. Granola <laughs> bars. They had granola bars. Yeah, and they had, really? Uh, now, what, what, what chocolate granola? It's like chocolate on the outside or? Well, they had chocolate chip granola bars, but then uh-huh. they also had some kind of fruit and nut Ooh. granola bar that I didn't go for. But then sure. I saw someone eating one, the last one, and I was right. like, Maybe man. Raisins in there or that looked, It had yeah. like a yogurt coating and it looked really didn't good. The, didn't the pilot offer to serve you stuff? No, that was someone else's story. That was me. I knew that. <laughs> really? That was you, Jeff? Yeah. You got served by a pilot? Yeah, the one the one private jet that I was ever on it was a very tiny one and as we were taxiing getting ready to take off the pilot turned around and said, <laughs> yeah. "Does anybody want That's some snacks?" Right. We were like, yeah, okay. And he said, oh, here you go. And pulled out this drawer and was handing us stuff. And I thought, no, you, I'll, I'll open the Fiesta mix. You focus <laughs> on uh, flying the jet. Sure. Got a roast in the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna put an extra coat of glaze on the ham. JMO's for Aros says, when someone badly butchers a pronunciation or usage of a word, go look it up to check if maybe I'm the one who's wrong. The David Matthews Band. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This Mother. is a visual. <laughs> Sometimes. I, you know, I have such a, 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 like a lax attitude toward usage and pronunciation. And I think when you have been doing what we do for oh, so long. That when thing you do, we do, when yeah. you do what this, we do. This that we do, yeah. You know, you get really sensitive to people like correcting your grammar mm-hmm. and usage and stuff like that just because like, fuck you, I'm I'm speaking extemporaneously for right. 200 hours a year. <laughs> like, I might misuse a word. Um, so yeah, if like if someone around me misuses a word or mispronounces, like try not to jump on them or, you know, correct unless mm-hmm. it's really, really wrong. Or they ask. Um, so yeah, I feel like I've, I've become very lenient toward that stuff just because, uh, why, why, who cares anyway? Well, I'm sorry for dalrympling you earlier. No, no, it, it was helpful. Um, I, the word ebullient, mm-hmm. I thought it was ebullient and I still feel like it should be ebullient. I guess I, I've never heard nor read that. You know what word I don't know how it's pronounced is coiffed or quaffed oh yeah that's quaffed one. it's not is it quaffed? it's quaffed yeah i always pronounce it coiffed because hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm the smart guy but do you say it often <laughs> oh yeah i guess like well quaffed well coiffed but coiffed <laughs> see because it sounds don't wrong. coiff me bro it still sounds right to say it coiffed yeah me. i know it isn't what is that what's that thing you say ebullient 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 what does it mean um i thought it was ebullient Oh, maybe it is. I, I, I just know that I've been pronouncing it wrong. Okay. I, um, I'm saying that not claiming to know what's the right way. It's just that's the way I thought it was. And now I'm blanking on what it means because I, I only know what ebullient means. And I think it... Does it mean like radiating joy? Could you look it up, Jeff? Yeah, it's something like that. Ebullient. It sounds right. That from, you know, just the general soundiness of the word. <laughs> right. People would know. The point is just to get... Your point across. Right. Adjective meaning zestfully enthusiastic. Ooh. What does the pronunciation say there on the computer? Mm. I don't know because I can't really understand phonetics. It's I dash B O with a. What is that? You circumflex. Oh, sure. Ebullient. 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 So Ebullient. Jeff, you're right. I was wrong. Ebullient. Ebullient. It's not ebullient. I'm going to try and use that in a sentence tomorrow. Ebullient. So I was wrong when I tried to say the right way to say it. Hmm. 
Hmm. Man, fuck this word. Yeah, stupid <laughs> word. It's not even useful. Just say zestfully. Yeah, say zestfully enthusiastic. Yeah. Full of zest. This That's a more fun way to say it, too. Exactly. Zestfully enthusiastic. You're a zestfully enthusiastic. Right. Yeah. Oh, you I, mean ebullient? No. <laughs> I don't mean that. No, Frenchie. I mean zestfully enthusiastic. This has been a delightful podcast. It's been zestfully delightful. It has been. It sure has. Thank you, everyone, for joining. I would like to yeah. remind the listeners, I'm on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Patreon. Bonus episodes behind. Uh, on the last episode, we opened this box that I've dragged with me on numerous moves. Little Put up a little video for Patreon people oh, yeah. of that going on. See it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not just hear it. That's right. Um, live stream, other stuff. There's just so much stuff. Up your just- butt. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's stuff up your. There's. It's just, just join. It's fun. You can submit your carbs. You can get your questions in ahead of the line for the Monday show guests. Uh, Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. It's tons of fun. I have a book out, Tropical Attire, Encourage, and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Um, go to AllisonRosen.com. There's many places you can click on, which will take you right there where you can get it. Available in all formats. Do it. Um, t-shirts, pins, new merch soon. We're busy designing We're- merch putting some stuff together. I'm excited about it. Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. I'm also not on Instagram. Mm. We have that in common. That's true. We have a lot in common. But wait, you were at one point, right? You just don't do it anymore? I made an account and then I realized that you can't access Instagram unless you use the app on your phone. Oh. Yeah. And it's a gigantic app, and I didn't have that big of a phone at the time, and so it was hogging up the memory. And then it has all these crazy permissions, so I just I didn't want to give up that control on my phone. And by then, I just didn't care. They have gotten better about you being able to use it on the web, Mm -hmm. but you still can't post from the. Daniel, anything Uh, to plug? We already gave our our Twitter handles at the beginning. You can give it again for anyone who tuned in halfway through. Yeah. Uh, at Daniel Quants. God damn it. I have been. Quants. I just want to say my brain has not been functioning all day long. And in trying to do this podcast today, it's like you have this um, thing you know you can do, which is speak. But then when you try to do it, it the words aren't coming out. Yeah. It's like you're I, in a I dream like, when you try to fly or something. <laughs> no, no. You know what it is? It, it, that's actually a perfect analogy. It's like, I don't know if you Oh, wait. This. I'm good at analogies. <laughs> It's when like you, when you when you try to dial a phone. When you in try a to dream. run yes. in a dream. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. ever try to run in a dream and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, I know how to do this, but why I can't remember and I'm not able. That's how it's been for me today. So apologies. You can send your refunds to Allison Rosen. Um <sighs> send should we send it? the refund, the refund to them? requests, maybe. Yeah. Positive attitude. <laughs> well they they're re- <laughs> Motherfucker. I, I know. I says I wasn't going to correct I people. Have, I have the not being able to dial a phone in a dream thing. Yeah. Running, I'm really good at running in a dream. In real life, I have the... You can run in a dream? <clears throat> oh, my God. I like f- practically fly when I run in a dream. It's so because exhilarating. Because you can't run in real in life. In real life, I run like you run in a dream. You run like a spaz. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, yes. anything to plug, anything uh, to mention? Sure. Uh, I do a chat podcast called Jordan, Jesse, Go. Uh, Jesse Thorne and I uh, sit around with the guests, much like this, and Gab, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can get that uh, wherever one gets their podcast. For instance, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. 
uh, or, or or wherever uh, maximumfun.org also you can go to for that and uh, yeah if you uh, if you didn't check it out the first time I was around uh, plugging this thing uh, I created an eight episode uh, uh, narrative podcast it's called Bubble uh, it's a sci-fi comedy um, a lot of great folks in that um, yeah check it out if you want to give a narrative podcast a shot it's called Bubble and again it is in Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your shows. I got my bumper dinged at the swat and gobble. <laughs> that too. Everyone, thank you for listening. I'm on Instagram, at Allison Rosen, and I already plugged everything else. Patreon. Um, that's right. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend.